Wednesday night. I hope everybody is doing good. Be richly blessed in Jesus' mighty name. We're being richly blessed here at Foundation Church during our revival with Pastor Jonathan Shuttlesworth from Revival Today Church in Pittsburgh. Make sure you follow him in every possible social media platform out there. He's a great man of God, somebody who always stood up in the midst of COVID, just like Rodney R. Brown, Arthur Pulaski, Greg Locke, and many others. Well, not many others, but some others. Make sure you follow him. He's a great, great man of God. So blessed to have him here. All right, we're going to hop right into elections tonight, starting off with my own tweet. I know self-praise stinks, but I'm going to go ahead and use it anyway. We need to stop edifying our delusions, me included. See, I'm always, I'm always able to say that which all the COVID cavers couldn't say. Many, uh, all, of course, all of those on the left never can say. And, and, uh, and again, you always need to be very careful if you're on the right or you're a Christian. If you're, you need to be very careful if you are emulating traits coming from the left. The, lever, the left never retracts, never apologizes, never said they're wrong. Nothing is that you, because if it is, you need to come out and say you're wrong. So I was wrong. I honestly believed. I really did. I honestly believe that we are going to see a red tsunami like we have never seen before. It's not all that bad, but I didn't expect to be coming to you on Thursday. What is the date today, Aaron? The 10th? The 10th, two days later, and be talking about, you know what, we're up by, we're looking at maybe being up 10 to 20 seats max in the Congress, and maybe via some very fortunate circumstances, if they unfold, we may be able to scratch by and grab the Senate, which I'm still very hopeful for, which we'll get into in a couple minutes. But I was wrong. There you go. See how easy it is? I was wrong. It's like I, when I came out and said that Derek Chauvin murdered George Floyd. I found out. I did research. I shouldn't have shot my mouth off. So I came out, back out, and I said, you know what? I was wrong. Derek Chauvin could not possibly have killed George Floyd because George Floyd didn't die of asphyxiation. And Derek Chauvin has been convicted of killing George Floyd via asphyxiation. So he killed a man using asphyxiation who didn't die of asphyxiation. Sounds like the vaccines. Stopping transmission infection that don't stop transmission infection. So very easy. I was wrong. I wish I wasn't. I, and I thought, and not, not, in the, not in the crazy way that many people went, going, you know, still thinking Trump's going to be installed any minute as the president. For the first couple of months of, the re- you know, now there was never really recounts, never, you know, never real forensic audits until months and months later. There's only been one done so far, and that's in Arizona. But I honestly thought that that would resolve itself and that Trump would be, uh, would, you know, by the, t- not, not after, not after January 20th of 2021 when, when Biden was sworn in. No, at no time after that did I think that. But, I did think before that, that it could happen or that it would, even that it would happen. I thought, you know, as a matter of fact, I thought it would happen and I was wrong. See how easy it is. I was wrong. Humble yourself. I mean, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. James 4, 10. That's what you do. And I was wrong. I I really didn't think that we'd be talking like we are now, but it's just, so I'm addressing myself here. We need to stop edifying our own delusions. What do I mean by that? Leave this up because I'm going to use those, those four things on the bottom. We need to stop believing our own polls. A lot of times we're casting off polls that are actually correct. And I know that we saw bad polling in 2020 and even before that. But we don't need to be ignoring every poll. And, you know, a lot of times we, you know, whether, you know, I'm not going to get into specific polls and specific people, you know, in specific races because I don't remember them all. But a lot of times we're thinking we're up in this one, we're up here, and we we think we're going to win this. And, you know, 
If we really thought that Doug Mastriano was going to beat Josh Shapiro, we were delusional. We were just delusional. It wasn't going to happen. It absolutely wasn't going to happen. If we honestly thought that Oz was going to beat Fetterman, it's as ridiculous, and I did. I didn't necessarily think Mastriano was going to win. I really didn't because I don't think he ran a very good campaign. He was basically uh, absent from social media. I didn't see much of what was going on. There, were, there was no vibe going on from the Mastriano campaign. There, there was no momentum. There was just nothing going on there. And I love Doug Mastriano, but there's nothing, nothing, nothing ever materialized as far as momentum coming out of it. But people were still espousing that Mastriano was going to beat Shapiro. And Shapiro's a horrible human being, a baby butchering mo- monster, a COVID Nazi, horrible human being. And Mastriano's a great human being and a solid Christian man. But he did not run a good campaign or he didn't have good, he didn't have good people around him, whatever it was. And again, it's your fault no matter what. You didn't have good people around you, just like Trump with Deborah Burks and Fauci, which cost him the presidency, listening to their mumbo jumbo, COVID lies. But so we were delusional. And I mean, we, I mean, do we really think Memot Oz was going to be a senator? I mean, the man was so socially inept. He put out the commercial where he mispronounced the largest food chain, grocery store chain in Pennsylvania. So like here, that would be like calling Publix pubics. Okay. No, it's not. You know what I'm hearing here in Florida? No, you know what? It's Publix, you know, and that's a, that's basically what he did. And you just expose yourself as a man who's not of the people or has no idea what. And here's the thing. You don't even have to be a man of the people. You just don't pretend to be one and you could still possibly be elected. But we're delusional. We actually thought that all these people were going to win. Tudor Dixon was going to beat Gretchen Whitmer. And there's reasons why they didn't. And we're going to get into that. The red wave was as delusional as Dems think, thinking that that the, uh, they were going to defeat Brian Kemp with Stacey Abrams. That was delusional. You're not going to beat Brian Kemp with Stacey Abrams, who's the lookalike of Michael Strahan. You're never going to beat Brian Kemp. They were delusional. They, and, and by the way, and you're never, you're never going to be Greg Abbott with Beto O'Rourke. And I believe, don't hold me to these numbers. I'm just remembering these off of the 8 million tweets that I look at all the time. Is they sunk somewhere in the neighborhood of $50 million into either each of those campaigns or both of those campaigns. And I'm talking about the globalist leftist Democrats. And to think, they're delusional, absolute delusion. Or, you know, even throwing any money at all at Charlie Crist against Ron DeSantis. Absolutely delusional to think you were ever going to touch Ron DeSantis. It's not going to happen. So we need to pull back from our own delusions. And what are our delusions? Here's the problem is the bottom of the tweet here. The reasons we lose have never been fixed. I put not, but it's never. They've never been fixed. So we're not going to win until we fix these things. You're like, Tom, we are winning. And so listen, we're not going to win statewide races or national races until we fix these things. Because all of these things are situated in, in states that are close. You know, states that could go either way. They're situated only in the Pennsylvanias, only in the Michigans, only in the Georgias, 
won't be allowed in Florida because we have a real governor situated in Nevada, situated in Arizona, swing states. They are only situated in swing states. We will never win. No, Tom, look at these congressmen are being elected in New York and look great. And, and that shows you that actually shows you reality. So when I say our delusions, understand that our delusions, as, as little sense as this make, makes, are actually reality, but they can't be implemented because these obstructions are in the way. And, they will, and we are delusional in thinking that the candidates that we want to be elected in statewide and national races are going to be elected if these things are still in place. It is not going to happen. But Tom, you have congressmen winning races that have never been won before in New York. I mean, there's, we're, winning, we're winning races in Manhattan. Why? Because they don't have to go through the state coffers. Anything, if, it, if it is a regional race, a regional race, they are counted regionally, con- congressmen. Now, if you're looking, where are we losing? And by the way, we're going to, I shouldn't make any more predictions. I've been wrong. We still have a chance of winning in Arizona, but I'll make my finish my point here. We will win districted areas. We will win regional races, Congress, uh, governor races that are in, on red states. We'll never win another governorship in a, in a blue state. Georgia's not blue. It's purple. That's why I kept one. We will never win. Because these four things, we'll win, we'll win regional races because of districting. We'll win those, but we won't win ones that have to go through the Democratic Party funnel. We won't win them because you're not going to win a senatorial race in Michigan because of, because of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. Well, they will, they will shut down counting until they figure out how many votes are we behind, and we will then manufacture and manifest those ballots. That's what they do. I mean, Pennsylvania is not a blue state. It is a completely and totally red state, except for Philadelphia and really downtown Pittsburgh. Not even the outskirts of Pittsburgh are are blue. Just downtown. But the problem is, is when it's a state-run race with all of the people, they can they can claim all of these people voted there because you've got somewhere between, if you go from smaller cities like Tampa all the way up to, which Tampa isn't small, but, you know, smaller, to New York City, you've got one to nine million people living there, a few million in Pennsylvania, one or two million in Pittsburgh. So they can they can manufacture however many ballots they want and claim validity because of the populations that live there. Is that making sense to everybody? Okay, that and if you are if you're trying to win a state race or a presidential race, everything has to go through those filters. And that's the same state, same the same premise that I've been advocating over the last, you know, since since November twenty, uh, November third, twenty twenty is the seven cities in the six states. You know, you have, of course, Atlanta, and then you go up to Pennsylvania where you've got uh, Philadelphia and Pittsburgh, and then you've got uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada, and Phoenix, Arizona. You're not going to win those states until you fix this right here. Here's what has to be fixed. We'll continue to lose unless it's fixed. The Swamp GOP, which we're going to go into detail on all these things, the the... The, the right, the Republicans, I don't like to say right. I mean, I don't like to say Republicans because Republicans are spying. The Republican Party headed up by Rona McDaniel. 
Our minority leader, Kevin McCarthy, weak, spineless. Mitch McConnell, bought and paid for by China, weak, spineless. Swamp GOP. We have no money. We're getting outspent. I mean, you look at the difference between Blake Masters and Mark Kelly in Arizona. You're looking at, and again, don't hold me to these numbers for sure because these are things that I've just seen flash across screens. I believe Mark Kelly has spent $50 million on his campaign and Blake Masters under $5 million. Now, Blake Masters may still win because it is going that way. All the outstanding votes in Arizona are basically uh, in-person ballots, people or, or, or absentee, not absentee ballots, but mail-in ballots that were actually walked in, which, which lean heavily, and they're basically all neck and neck, and the available votes, the votes for Hobbs and Kelly to win probably are not there, which means we gain another Senate seat. But we have no money. How is it that, and it's so funny too, because the Republican Party is thought of as the bourgeois, multi-millionaire, multi-billionaire party. We are not at all. We are the party of the working class. Hispanics are heavily breaking towards Republicans now. Ron DeSantis won Dade County, Florida. That's unheard of. You have to live in Florida maybe to know these things, you know, about Harris County in this state and all the different uh, pivotal bellwether counties. Well, Dade County in Florida. Trump lost that county by 30,000 votes, which, by the way, is an extreme narrowing of the margins. Hillary Clinton won it by 8, 9, 10%. Ron DeSantis just won it by 8%. I, in my lifetime, I'm 54 years old. I've lived in Florida since 1980. Gone to college here, middle school, high school, college, cop here, pastor here. I've never heard ever, not once, a Republican winning Dade County. Now, we have a Republican mayor of Miami. Those are two different things. But this is a Republican is actually won Dade County. It wasn't close. Not only did he, I, I thought going in again, maybe I, maybe I was even going by my own delusions, which I'm talking about right here. I thought DeSantis might win Dade County. And I thought he'd win it by 0.5%, 0.3%. Win it by 2,000 votes. No, he won it by 8%. 8%. Why is that? Well, we'll see. We have no message. Nobody, no, people, you think you're going to win an election? If you sit there and all that you talk about is Joe Biden, you really think you're going to win? You got to have a message. Yes, you need to point out how worthless Joe Biden is. He's the worst president in history. We all know that. Inflation, hyperinflation. But there needs to be, as Newt Gingrich did in 1994, when we took over both the House and Senate in landslide, in landslide victories, we need to have a coherent message. You have to have a contract with America, a coherent message everybody's putting out. You need what what one for Glenn Youngkin? One thing. I'm with parents. I don't want to go in and have seven-year-old girls exposed to a transgender drag queen show where a, a condom's being put on a cucumber. I don't want that. He had a coherent message that we are going to take the schools back and give them to the parents. And they want them. In a purple state, which is Virginia, which leans blue statistically, however true that is, nobody knows. Because once again, that's one of those states that all the votes have to go through Richmond, which is heavily leftist. And of course, now I'm not saying this about Richmond, but I'm saying about this, this about many Democratic jurisdictions where you have them counting ballots behind cardboard boxes that they put on windows so that no Republican polling workers can actually look at the count. And nobody raises a question about it. Nobody does a, does a thing about it. Rona McDaniel, what has she done as the head of the RNC? What, what has she done? 
What 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 is she what what lawsuits has she filed? None. She's done absolutely nothing. Over these four things, she's done nothing. There's no message. What uh, uh, the the three people responsible for this lukewarm uh red uh ripple instead of a red tsunami. The four the three people responsible for it are Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, and Rona McDaniel. And as Matt Gates said it, Rona McDaniel, Kevin McCarthy, and uh, Mitch McConnell equal McFailure. They didn't do a daggum. They haven't done one thing. They they are the problem. They're, they are the problem, number one. There's no money. Why is there no money? Why is it? It's their fault. Why is there no message? It's their fault. And they've done nothing about election fraud until we fix those four things. Now, there's nothing. We are not going to win statewide and national elections in blue states in, in or even purple states like Georgia are not going to do it. I mean, how does how does Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, how are they the senatorial representatives for the state of Georgia? How, how is that possible? It's not. It all had to go through Atlanta. That's why with Keisha Bottoms, who now works, who was put, who was put into that position by George Soros and now works for the Biden administration. It was, she was the mayor of Atlanta. And as I've said 500 times, as we sat there, Aaron and I played the video. Tommy's in here now. We, he was there when we were playing these videos of, of Miss Ruby putting the same stack of ballots into the same voting machine over and over again. What did Rona McDaniel do about that? Right there in Atlanta where they had the water main break that then turned, oh, wait, what, it wasn't water main break. It was just a pipe leak. Oh, wait, it wasn't a pipe leak. It was a pipe dripping in a urinal. Shut down the whole, you had to shut it down for those reasons. And then while it was shut down, it wasn't shut down. You're like, Tom, that makes no sense. It makes absolute sense. They said, they said, you know, we can't count any more ballots, but while we're not going to be counting ballots, we're going to be counting ballots. And so Miss Ruby during that time took stacks of ballots, shoved them into the same machine over and over again. You can sit there and watch it on, on video. It's indisputable, irrefutable, felony voter fraud, election fraud. And what did Rona McDaniel do about it? Nothing. Absolutely. What did Kevin McCarthy do? Nothing. What did Mitch McConnell do? Nothing. And then Mitch McConnell actively campaigns against MAGA, uh, MAGA candidates. That's what he does. Now, what, now, the antithesis of all this is Ron DeSantis has no connection with Swamp GOP. Ron DeSantis has plenty of money. Ron DeSantis has a coherent message and concise message. Ron DeSantis does not allow election fraud in Florida. We're still waiting for states with 4 million people to count all their ballots when we've got 23 million here and we had them counted by 11 p.m. on election night. Ron DeSantis, has, Ron DeSantis has defeated all four of these and he wins huge. Why is it that Florida wins huge? Does Matt Gates, did Matt Gates have a close election? Uh, no. Ron DeSantis won by 20 points. 20 points. Marco Rubio just trounced Val Demings. And we're not exactly enthusiastic about Marco. Of course, I voted for him. But he trounced Val Demings. Trounced her. Why? Because there's no fraud getting in the way. There's no lack of message getting in the way. There's no lack of money getting in the way. And there's no swamp GOP, which are, again, just hand puppets of the globalist leftist Democratic Party. It's all Mitch McConnell is. Again, all they do is perform the role, Kevin McCarthy, Rona McDaniel, 
and Mitch McConnell perform the role of conservatives in the global leftist conspiracy cabal. They just, they just play the role. They let you think. They make you think that by, because they, they put out conservative narratives, you know, occasionally get a conservative judge put in place, put, you know, will put out some legislation, never seems to work. What, 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 what has Mitch McConnell ever done except for get conservative judges put in place? What is he, you know, which he has to do. Well, that's a good thing. Well, it is a good thing, but if he didn't do it, he'd be unelected. He'd be, he'd be removed. This was very close. Lindsey Graham was, was actually close to being removed. So is Mr. McConnell. What saved them both, by the way? A Trump endorsement saved them both. Otherwise, they'd both be out. But it's just putting out this fraudulent synergistic tension that they are working for you. All they're doing is playing the role so that they can usher forward their elitist, globalist, leftist agenda, usher it forward more slowly than the, than the hard left wants to usher it forward. Not because they're against the hard left, but because, no, but they're, not because they're, hard, they're against our left, left, but because if they allowed the hard left, which is really them, to usher that agenda forward at the pace they want to, they'd all lose their seats for now. Until there's enough of an electorate, uh, electorate out there that will actually elect the Justin Trudeaus of the world. The Kim Jong-uns of the world. Right here in the United States. You're like, well, why would they, why would they want that? Because they believe it'll give them personal power and fame. And, and of course, profit. But that, that, that is, that's all that they are about. All right, let's go on here. Now, now I want you to keep those four things in mind. The problem, the reason why we lose, the reason why we had a red ripple instead of a red tsunami is because of the four reasons. Establishment GOP, swamp GOP, no money, no message, and electoral corruption. The Truth Gazette. Now, here's, here's a good summation. I like the summation here. Is that, listen, things are not good, but they're not horrible. They're not horrible. We're, we're still going to, we own the house no matter what happens. And we can actually gain more seats than we're actually predicted to gain right now. It still could break even more our way. Republicans won the house. Totally true. Now let's talk about the Senate. We're currently at 49-48. Now there's three seats still left up, right? You have Adam Lex Salt in Nevada, Herschel Walker in Georgia, who has a runoff election. My son was telling me all throughout the election day that Herschel Walker and, and Raphael Warnock will go to a runoff. And I said, that doesn't, that doesn't exist. You know, here it is. I was wrong. See how easy it is? I was wrong. See how that easy it is? I wore a mask. I was wrong. Not that I ever wore that stupid face-diaping piece of worthless muzzle. But anyway, that's what you do when you're wrong. You say, I was wrong. You don't pretend like you're right. You don't jump on board with what's right. You come at you come at where you were wrong and say I was wrong. I digress. So currently, the GOP sits at 49, Dem at 48 in the Senate. We've already run the one house. That's that's big. That's big. I, I can rip Rona McDaniel all I want, and I will because she deserves it. Fraudulently, not criminally fraudulently, fraudulently raising money to look into fraudulent elections after Trump had the presidency stolen from him. She did absolutely nothing with that money and raised millions, maybe hundreds of millions off of that. I sent money to it. Aaron sent money to it. Tommy sent money to it. Everybody in this room sent money to them. For that reason, they did absolutely nothing. So we still have three elections left. Three, not elections, but, well, one election and two election results. Now, let's break those down. 
So you have Herschel Walker will be in a runoff election against Raphael Warnock. Listen, if I were a betting man, which I'm not, I would bet Herschel's going to win. Now, Tom, you're falsely optimistic. You're believing your own delusions again. I just have a gut feeling that in a runoff election that Herschel Walker may beat Raphael Warnock. He should beat him by 27 points. But I have a, I just, you know, it, it could happen. So that if that happens, if that, so you have that and you have Adam Lexalt right now in Nevada. The votes that they have yet to, and again, Nevada, I believe has about 4 million people lives in Nevada and they've yet, to, it's Thursday. It's Thursday. It, 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 it's Thursday. It's, it's Thursday evening. The election ended two days ago. And they still have not calculated their ballots yet. They have not counted all their ballots in Nevada. Hundreds of thousands they haven't counted yet. How's that possible? In a state of 4 million. Florida, 23 million done at 11 o'clock. And even the the Democrats are not coming out and saying there's any fraud in Florida. Any fraud? Where, Where are the fraud allegations? From CNN, MSNBC, Democratic Party. Where are they? Even Val Demings. Uh, Charlie Crist. Uh, where, where are the allegations? Of voter? There isn't any. You know why? Because there isn't any. There is no mass voter fraud in the state of Florida. It's all been rooted out by our governor, Ron DeSantis. So if we, if Adam Lexall now in, in Nevada, so we have the runoff in Georgia, which I don't remember. I don't, Tommy, you remember when it's going to be? I believe it's a, in December. So a month from now. The other runoff, we could win that. But even if we don't win that, Adam Lexoff, the votes that are left to count do not have enough left in them for the Democrat to win. That's, that is the way that experts, I hate to even use that term because it's lost all validity because of Anthony Fauci and the CDC and the World Health Organization. Again, I digress. But there, if you look at statistical data, and mainly you're looking at same-day same day voting, which is what's left to be counted there. That's going to break hard, Adam Lexalt. So let's just let's just play a game here. Adam Lexalt wins. That gives us 50-48, right? 50-48. Warnock beats Herschel Walker. So now we're at 50-50. All right, I mean, uh, uh, we'd be at what? 50-49. Now, it's the same exact scenario in Arizona with Blake Masters. The votes that are left to count are going to break hard Republican. So if, the and again, the same scenario, Nevada, the votes that are left to count are going to break hard for MAGA Republican Adam Laxalt. The votes that are left to count in Arizona are going to break hard for MAGA Republican Blake Masters. So we should, I repeat, should have a 51-49 majority, which gets rid of Kamala Harris's veto power. They're tipping the scales power. When it's 50-50, she is the deciding vote. It gets rid of her deciding vote power. Even if Herschel loses. If Herschel wins, then we're 52-48. And we're just about at the predictions. And the predictions were 53-54. 54 tops is what everybody's looking at. So not bad, right? Not bad. Not good enough, but not bad. Because we still, we shouldn't, be, we wouldn't be even close if we still, if we didn't have the establishment GOP working against us as MAGA Republicans. And I'm not a MAGA Republican just because that's Donald Trump. If Donald Trump becomes pro-choice, I will never vote for Donald Trump. 
If Donald Trump had not stopped pimping and whoring vaccines every day of his life, I would not be voting for Donald Trump. I am not a Trump sycophant. I may make America great again, sycophant. So if we get rid of those four reasons why we lose, establishment, GOP, no money, no message, election, corruption. Those have to be fixed. Otherwise, we're not going to win national and statewide elections. We will win regional elections. We could hold the House even, but we will not hold the Senate. Not for long, unless all of this is fixed. Because the only reason why it's close is because of those four reasons. And the only reason why we win, GOP, GOP puts in Mehmet Oz and he loses to John, I may, I'm saying this on purpose, Festerman. Because he looks like Uncle Fester. How do you lose to Fetterman? How is that possible? Because the GOP put him there. They thwarted, they, they thwarted Oz's primary opponent and put Matt and not only that but the democrats are doing that the democrats are doing it too all right let's go on to the next one greg uh greg price video is that where we're at okay go the chairman of maricopa county's board of supervisors play it for me again when do you anticipate the votes will be counted in total those four hundred thousand plus votes well we have uh we will be going into next week. There's some onesie twosies, uh, again, pursuant to Arizona law. But I think that we'll see the lion's share here wrap up by early next week. Okay. Early next week. Can you give me a day? Are early, we talking Monday? Early, or we... may, may, maybe. I, was... So the votes in Maricopa County. Hey, Tommy Aaron, see if you can find me the population of Arizona. Shouldn't take you but a second. So the, the supervisor of elections. And again, remember... Who is running the elections in Arizona? Katie Hobbs. <laughs> Carrie Lake's opponent for governor. The Secretary of State is still running this election. She has not recused herself. I mean, that alone should send Rona McDaniel in there. Why are we not hiring every day of her life Harmeet Dillon? Perfect, thanks guys. Seven million. There we go. Got it. Why, why is it that every day of our life, why isn't Rona McDaniel hiring Harmeet Dillon and others to go into these places and put in an injunction, put an injunction in place, petition for an injunction to get, a Haiti, to get Katie Hobbs recused from running an election that she's running in? Think about how ridiculous this is. Everything has become so ridiculous with men, women winning women's beauty contests, that now the stupidest things we don't even think about. I just want everybody to know out there. I think of them. I I smell out stupid, like my dog smells out poop. I mean, think about how stupid it is that somebody who's running as a candidate is running the election that they're running as a candidate in. And here we are, you have the super, the chairman of Maricopa County, that's Phoenix and all those areas, surrounding areas, of supervisors just said there are around 400,000 ballots yet to be counted. Now, a state of 7 million, Florida again, has 23 million people. People say 21.5. That was pre-COVID before all the New Yorkers moved here and every other state. So we're 22, 23 million. We knew the result. As a matter of fact, Jonathan Shuttlesworth, during the church service here at Foundation Church, on Wednesday night, I believe he announced the results 
at 10. If not before 10, we knew Rubio won and we knew DeSantis won and the polls close at eight. In a state of 22 to 23 million people and in a state of 7 million, the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors just said there are around 400,000 ballots left to be counted and they won't be done till early next week. Why? I want to know, using the science, why that is. Since I left, the globalist left, Democratic Party, loves to say that they use the science. So via graphs, via the energy exertion from poll workers, graphs, I want to know why they can't count ballots anymore. Again, this is the absurdity that all of us are being assimilated into if we let them assimilate us into it. Into it, no baby, no baby formula on shelves. Katie Hobbs running an election of which she's a candidate. Uh, we uh, the absurdity of calling an unborn child not a human. Men, men calling uh, men calling themselves women, women calling themselves men, and that being endorsed by Rhino Republicans as well as the globalist leftist Democratic Party. Wearing masks to stop a viral infection. Having vaccine mandates in place to stop transmission and infection. Predicated on a vaccine that doesn't stop transmission and infection. The absurdity that we are being assimilated into. Well, you have beef in the store on Monday, but not on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Gas prices $7 a gallon when they're $1.98 when Trump left office. Just being assimilated into absolute absurdity. Why is it they can't count ballots? Why? I want to know. I want the explanation. Why is it that prior to 2020, Maricopa County had all their ballots counted the day of and they can't now? Has it it grown that much? And regardless, this is a state of 7 million people and we are talking about ballots being counted on Thursday evening. The election was Tuesday all day. And which, by the way, during the day, they're counting ballots electronically sadly, because of Dominion and other voting machines. And they still have 400,000 ballots left to count. Go to the next one for me. So here's, their, here's what's left. This is, in, this is the total state of Arizona. Oh, no, it's Mar- oh, statewide and Maricopa. Good. So statewide, 600, basically 620,000 ballots left to count statewide. And almost all of them are in Democrat-controlled Maricopa County. Isn't that a strange coincidence? That in every area of the country where it takes them days to count ballots, they're all blue-controlled, Democrat-controlled, globalist, leftist, Democratic Party-controlled precincts. Strange, isn't it? Why would they do that? Why would it, why would it take them so long to count and not even... Pima County, Arizona, it leans left, but it's not completely left. They're done, but Maricopa County's not. Every red precinct in Arizona for all intents and purposes statistically speaking are done but not Maricopa County it's so that they can wiggle they can they can weasel and wiggle for days you know how many do we need to make can we really get away with it can we really manifest can we really manufacture this many ballots they need time that's why they shut down the election to the vote counting at two o'clock in the morning on November 3rd, 2020. We need time because you know what? Dadgum, Trump's up 700,000 in Pennsylvania. 
we got to do the drop and roll technique. I'll do. I'll, I'll explain to you what that is in just a second from the Gateway Pundit from Jim and jo, Joe uh, Hoft. That's what they're doing. They're just buying time to see if they can do it. To see if they can cheat Kate, uh, Carrie Lake out of the, out of the gubernatorial race, out of being governor, and to cheat Blake Masters out of being the rightfully elected senator out of the state of Arizona. That's what it's all about. All right, where am I at, guys? Which one? Oh? Mish, all right, Mishka video. Good, I'm actually on the right spot. I, I should have trusted myself. No, never trust myself when it comes to these slides. Arizona taking so long to count these votes so that Democrats can figure out how to get rid of a half a million Republican votes. They need time. Play it for me. According to the Arizona Secretary of State's office, the estimated number of uncounted ballots in the state is about 619,000. In Maricopa County, it's more than 407,000. Maricopa is the second largest voting jurisdiction in the nation. 80% of voters here were early voters. Under Arizona law, folks are also allowed to drop their early ballot off on Election Day. On Tuesday, 290,000 voters did just that. That's a huge jump from 20. 20 when 170,000 walked them in. So Democratic Party controlled Maricopa County can't count votes where it's Thursday evening and we've still got 400,000 ballots they still haven't counted yet out of a state of 7 million people. And where else can't they count ballots? Strange, it's always a Democratic Party precinct or precincts. And woke this video update 50,000 ballots left in Clark County, Nevada, Las Vegas, controlled by the globalist leftist Democratic Party. They can't count ballots either. Listen to this guy. Play for me, Tommy. We currently have approximately 50,000 ballots that still need to be counted. They're all in that mixer. It's, it's all combined. I'm telling you right now that there are 50,000 ballots, just over 50,000 ballots that still need to be tallied. And over the course of the next three days, we'll get them into the system. Over the next three days, you're going to have 50,000? Florida voted, Florida counted 23 million. 50,000, you can't get fit. That's the sign. Listen, I'm sitting in a county of 350,000 people. All the votes were counted day of. You got 50,000 ballots in Las Vegas and you can't count them for the next three days? Why is that? Because Adam Lexalt is at stake. That's why. You think this, this would be a problem if there was a landslide election for Laxalt's opponent? A landslide victory for Laxalt's opponent? Absolutely not. It'd already be done. They're wriggling. They're weaseling. They're obstructing. Trying to find a way to cheat. That's what they're doing to cheat the vote. Why, why is it? Hey guys, see if you can find me population in Nevada. Why is it that, why is it, 50, I mean, all honesty, I'm sitting here with papers all over my desk here. I'm thinking, you know, I think I could count, and all, I mean, by myself, I think I got 50,000 ballots in less than three days. By myself. Three million people live in Nevada. Three million and there's tens of thousands of votes they still haven't counted yet in one county. Why is that? Because, they, because they're trying to keep Adam Lexalt out of the Senate. That's why. That's it. You, I mean, think about it. I didn't really catch it until my son barked it out. 
Because I knew he said days, but I or it wouldn't. I, I didn't catch that it was going to be three days. And now I see it on the sheet. Three days to count 50,000 ballots? I want to know the science. I want to know the reason. Reasons. I want to know the excuses. I want the explanation about why it is that 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, 1,000 people, however many poll workers they have there, which, by the way, are not volunteer positions. They're being paid to count ballots in eight-hour shifts, 24 hours a day. Explain to me how hundreds of workers being paid eight and eight-hour shifts, 24 hours a day, can't count 50,000 ballots inside of an hour from now. Three days, just like Maricopa County. Hey, one county, don't worry. We know that it's Thursday, two full days after the election. But don't worry, we'll have this fully, you know, fully tabulated for you by next Tuesday. That's what they're saying. Why? Now, here's the, now going back to our original, here's our four problems. Where is the establishment GOP? Where's the lawsuits? Uh, where's the money? Where, where's the message? Where's the attacking of this election corruption? This is corrupt. You're in Clark County, Nevada, which, by the way, is a first world county in a first world country. Listen, I can't stand France for all intents and purposes. France is only paper ballots, and you know the election results three hours after the election. I mean, hey, Stephen, give me a population of France. Why is, why is it that they know three hours after an election who it is that won every single race? And in Clark County, Nevada, where Las Vegas is, we still don't know. And they have 50,000 votes so that they can't count for it. That'll take them three, three days to count. Here's a simple explanation right here from N. Wokeness. You can put up that next slide for me, guys. Florida has 21.5 million. We have more than that. Nevada has, oh yeah, there's France. You just leave all this up. That's great. 60, so basically 68 million people live in France. 68 million people live in France. You know the outcome of an election three hours after it's done. They have no, they have no voting machines in liberal France. Everybody masked, everybody vaccinated. Horrible in many ways, can't defend themselves. Gutless, feckless, no military, totally and completely dependent on the United States. But they themselves can count ballots. Yeah, 68 million people, they know, the, they know the outcome of every election within three to four or five hours after the election. But in Clark County, Nevada, with 50,000 ballots that have been in their hands since Tuesday, and it's now Thursday evening, and you got the idiot board of elections heads telling everybody, you know what, we got 50,000 ballots here, it's all irritated. We'll get it out to you in the next three days. Viva la France! So here we go, in wokeness tweet. Florida has 21.5 million, really has 22.5 million residents. Nevada has 3.1 million residents. Florida has counted 99% last night. This is obviously, I'm just comparing this from a few days ago. Nevada's Clark County says ballot counting will stretch into next week. (laughs) Yes, that's great. That's great. I want explanations. I want excuses. I want reasons. I want the science. All right, Katie uh, Katie Davis Davis Court tweet. Washington District 3. Here's another one. France, 68 million people live there. Oh, state of Washington population. That'd be good. State of Washington, where you got Joe Kent, 
vying for a congressional seat against uh, incumbent Marie whatever Perez. Washington District 3. Only, now here, here look, look, at, look at the pace here. Look at the pace they're setting. Only 730 ballots were added for today's, uh, this was yesterday, 730 ballots, okay, 7.8 million people. Again, Florida had this all done. Four hours after the election, 22 million people. Here we have a state of 7 million, 7 million people. They still don't have it. And what they're, they're every day, they're like Pfizer. Funny how all the leftists work together and they're very, very similar, similar characteristics, similar behavior patterns. Pfizer likes to dump its documents whenever it can, you know, because they've been court ordered to do so because they wanted to keep them confidential for, for 75 years strange. And then all the Christians take their vaccine. But, uh, but yesterday, here's the massive ballot dump. They met the entire district three of Washington. Managed to drop, this is the, and that's, that's why I said these district races we can actually win because it doesn't have to go through Seattle or Olympia, Washington. Where's that Oregon? I may have got my, I know Seattle, Washington's correct. What Olympia, is that in Washington or Oregon? Yeah, okay. I don't, there's another major city in, in Washington I can't think of. So, yeah, Spokane maybe. But anyway, so yeah, that's true. That's actually a little hub too. Um, only 730 ballots were added for today's update when last night, when last night there were 130,000 left to be counted. <laughs> so this was Wednesday. So on Wednesday, this is now, now we don't, by the way, it hasn't been announced yet today. It's Thursday. Not there. Still the time, the time of this show we don't, we still don't know how many ballots they've counted today. So they still had in this one district, in this one region, there's still 130,000 ballots to count as of yesterday, as of Wednesday. 130,000. Again, Florida counted 22 million in one day. And it's 22 million population, not 22 million votes. But you know what I mean. So they managed to do in in an entire day's work, again, with polling workers working 24-7, being paid to count ballots, they managed to count 730 ballots in a day. Somebody, I, I just want an explanation. Take me through the polling center. You know, you could even take me through holding my hand. Take me through and show me how it is that poll workers being paid by the hour, working 24 hours a day, can only manage to count 730 ballots in a day. And basically almost all of them went for Joe Kent, which, by the way, he will win. That's what I'm saying. We'll actually end up with more than what we currently have, even in our congressional count and even in our congressional majority because of situations like this. So what's Washington District 3 doing? Hoping to find a way to cheat the process. Hoping to find a way. And yes, I said it. And no, that doesn't make me a threat to democracy. No, that doesn't make me a seditionist. No, that doesn't make me an insurrectionist. It makes me exactly the opposite. It makes me a federalist, a citizen of a democratic republic. You are to question. You ought to question elections. All right, go to the next one. Breitbart News tweet. Massachusetts voters. Now, again, four reasons why we lose. Establishment GOP fighting against us. Actually, actually, actually campaigning against us. Really are. No money, no message, and election corruption. What election corruption? Well, let's see. Massachusetts voters approved a new law that will give driver's license to tens of thousands of illegal aliens living in the sanctuary state over the next three years. So what happens there? Same thing that happened in the state of California. 
state of California. They issued mass. They issued mass driver's licenses. Well, you know how you actually vote in a state that requires ID. You vote via your license. That's that's the, that, that's exactly in California. They actually tried to outreach to Hispanics, but it, uh, to illegal immigrants. But illegal immigrants said we don't, we can't because we don't have driver's license, and they issued them driver's license. And that's why whenever there's actual research done, forensic sort of audits done into the elections, they find hundreds of thousands of illegal ballots from illegal aliens. Illegal aliens. Oh, that's racist. See, see in order for us to win. We have to, one of the four things is no message. And uh, and the last one, election corruption. You have to be willing to deal with it. They're going to call you a racist if you deal with it. Yeah, oh, you have have Republicans that are trying to make it harder for people to vote. How How are we making it harder for people to vote? I wish I had my wallet right now. I would show you what it took for me to vote. And every single American who's not a convicted felon has can do the exact same thing. I opened up my wallet and I handed them my Florida DL. That's what I did. Oh, well, no, you know, some people can't get a drive. Oh, you know what you do? Then you go to your state of Oregon, state of California, state of Florida, state of Georgia, and you get your state ID card that has the exact same uh, ID mechanism that the driver's license does. Yeah, same thing. They issue the same, I don't care, I don't know how many numbers it is. 10, 12, 13 number, whatever it is. And, they, and you have a, you, then you have your state ID. So tell me why it is that an Hispanic person who is a citizen of the United States can't do that and why a black person can't do it. And by the way, in police work, I pulled over lots of white people, lots of black people, lots of Hispanic people. You know what everybody had? A freaking license. They all did. And if they didn't have that, you know what they had? A Florida ID card. Everybody. Statistically speaking, of all the people that I pulled over and all the people that I came into contact with, with, with that I went up and I said, hey, do you got any ID on you? Black, white, Latino, Asian, man, woman, or anything in between, they all had a license on them. So nobody's making anything harder. We just want you to verify who you are. You don't even need a license. You can use your social security card which every American citizen has, sadly, because I hate Social Security. So lo and behold, what happened? You put up that pic, if you guys can do it side by side. What happened in Georgia? Oh, this is from oh, this is from 20. No, it's not from 2020. This is called the drop and roll technique. Leave this up. This happened again. If you look up on the top there, this is 2022 midterm results. Everything rolling along as it usually does in corrupt Georgia elections run by State Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger who met with Mark Elias in April of 2020 to make it impossible to adjudicate mail-in ballots in the state of Georgia, thereby ensuring that John Ossoff would win, that Joe Biden would win, and that Raphael Warnock would win because of mass corruption with Miss Ruby in Atlanta. That's a fact. So here you have the, the mysterious blue bump again. You know why? Because we don't fix the problems. We have, we have the establishment GOP is perfectly fine with this because they actually want Raphael Warnock in office. They want, Mitch McConnell wants Raphael Warnock. He wants John Ossoff because he wants to usher the globalist leftist agenda slowly forward. He does. Because he's a bourgeois leftist elitist playing the role of conservative Republican. 
to fool you into voting for him over and over again so that he can usher forward slowly the globalist leftist agenda and narrative. The blue bump happened again. There it is. But everything's rolling along normally. You got, it looks, you got Warnock, up, Warnock up for a little while because of early voting. And then you've got Herschel Walker catching up. And then lo and behold, there's a 300,000 vote dump in the middle of the freaking night again. Why? Because Rona McDaniel, Kevin McCarthy, and Mitch McConnell in the RNC does nothing. Nothing about it. Where's the lawsuit? Nowhere. We sent in hundreds of millions of dollars to Rona and she did nothing. We have McCarthy out there giving stump speeches down there, licking the boots of Donald Trump and Mar-a-Lago. We're going to get to the bottom. We're going to get to the bottom of this election corruption. They do nothing. It's all platitudes and narrative waiting for you to forget about it again, simulating you, assimilating you into silence. Nothing. But there it is. Leave this up. I need it. Leave it up. So what happens is, again, I'm taking this from Joe and Jim Hoff from the Gateway Pundit. This is the drop and roll technique. Go and read this article at the Gateway Pundit. What they do in the middle of the night is they drop off. This happened in 2020 in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. Happened in Atlanta, Georgia. Trying to think of the other spots. Uh, uh, Philadelphia. They drop and roll. You got Trump up, in this case, Herschel Walker, narrowing or winning. And then lo and behold, a bunch of ballots get dropped off, bumping the the Democrat way ahead. And then for the rest of the night, so that's the drop. Here's the roll. The roll is then for the rest of the night, it's... I, I sh- if I could have up the, the, the video is too hard for you to see, but you got to see it on Gateway Pundit. Then for the rest of the night, the exact same statistical data comes out. It, it comes out the rest of the night. This is what happened, and this is what this is just as an example. This is what happened to Trump, and this is what happened to Trump in Georgia because this is exactly what happened in Georgia. Three hundred thousand vote dump Trump, uh, for Biden puts Biden up. And then for the rest of them, put some, because say Biden was down, say Biden was down 200,000 votes, 300,000 mysterious appear in a, in a blue bump. And then for the rest of the night, the statistical data outputs are exactly the same for the rest of the night. Biden wins by 50, 50, 49.5, 50% for Biden and, and 49.5% for Trump for the rest of the night. Exactly. Every single clump of ballots comes in 50, 49, 5, 50, statistically impossible. But for the rest of the night after the bump, if you look at it, that's exactly what it did there. After the bump, notice how even they are. It comes in Warnock, 50%. Every ballot dump for the rest of the night jumps them in the lead. And then for the rest of the night, they trickle them in the lead. 50% Warnock. 49.5%. 49.5%. Then it looked, but the problem is they're so stupid. They think nobody will ever look into it. Actually, they're smart because Rona McDaniel's in charge and she will never look into it. Brad Raffensperger, who is a globalist leftist meeting with Mark Elias from Perkins Cooey, a la fusion GPS to, to, to decide, you know, we're going to unilaterally decide without going through the Georgia legislator legislature, without going through the, the Georgia Senate, we're going to unilaterally decide that to make it impossible to adjudicate ballots on election day and the days following. It's illegal. What did Ronald McDaniel do with Brad Raffensperger? Campaign for him. 
This is what happens. It's statistically impossible. For every ballot dump, there'll never be one 70-30 for Warnock, 70-30 for Herschel Walker, 68-48 Warnock, 67, you know, 67, uh, thir- uh, 67-33 uh, for Warnock. No, that never happens. The rest of the night is exactly the same. 50% Warnock, 49.5% Walker. Same thing happened with Trump. Same exact same thing, exact same thing happened with Trump in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and probably Arizona. All right, let's go to the next one. Mean tweeter and monkey man video. I don't believe one Democrat won their election fairly. Why? Here's some video shot. Of course, Project Veritas shows you how the Democratic Party works. Play it for me. Yeah, yeah. Anyone need Democratic Party information? Good. So you, you're uh, telling me I should vote John Fetterman, I should vote Joshua Shapiro. If you vote that, Democratic, all make... of them are the Democrats. You only got one against one. Project Veritas action journalists were told who to vote for just mere feet outside a polling center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. This is referred to as electioneering. Check this out. Not only are Democratic candidates' campaign materials posted at the door, where the voting machines are located, watch as our undercover journalists are handed instructions on exactly how to vote. I think the Democratic Party. What's that? I don't think it's Democratic. Oh, you got it. Okay. Here's a ballot. Uh, Democrat for the for the common man. This the guy. You got a lot of money. You want some tax shelter. That's, that's the way to go. <laughs> what do you do, Rudy? Do you just you work here, or you on the committee? Are you do you work with the with the office here? I'm a committee person. Oh, okay, just, cool, 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 cool. You have a, the majority of the community. Yeah. So you, you're uh, telling me I should vote John Fetterman? I should vote Joshua Shapiro? That, that'll make all of them are the Democrats. You only got one against one. And the, 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 and now they're kind of standing more for at this point for 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 people. And he's always say more for people with money. Yeah. Right, right. Usually, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. So you're saying more? It's better off by the phone. Yeah, yeah. Anyone need Democratic Party information? You good? We're scared of him. We're scared of Nemanja. Yeah. These guys are way, way right. I mean, I'm for someone being liberal, but not way liberal. Yeah, right. Everybody being far. way right. Yeah. You know, like like a Republican that's liberal or a Democrat that's a little to the right. That's how I look at things. You know? Yeah. The middle road. We're scared of him. We're scared of him. Okay. So don't vote for them. Yes. Okay. These guys are scared. Okay. That is electioneering. That is illegal. Why do we not win? Establishment GOP, no money, no message, and election corruption. What's being done about it? Oh, absolutely freaking nothing. That's illegal. In the state of Florida, where elections are run correctly, where we actually count all of our 22 million ballots, the day of, and you know before you go to bed that night who won, in the state of Florida, because we have Ron DeSantis and not Andrew Gillum and not Charlie Crist, we actually run elections correctly. Aaron, my producer Aaron was just telling me whenever he goes up to his polling place, and by the way, it's exactly where uh, my polling place is literally one minute from where I'm sitting. When we walk into our poll, when you drive in, you, 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 you can't find a campaign poster within walking distance of it. They will put them out at the road. 
you'll see a Chris sign, a DeSantis sign, whatever it may be, Trump, Biden, whatever it is, out at the road. They're not allowed near the polling centers because it happens just, what's a little thing? It's a little thing called illegal. This isn't just a little thing. It's called illegal. And people need to be prosecuted. The only one who prosecutes them is the only guy who won big on, 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 Wednesday, on Tuesday night. The only state that won big is the only state that prosecutes these people. Because everybody else is, being, is afraid to be called a racist, an insurrectionist, a seditionist. How are you a seditionist when you require voting ID and will not allow, as you see in this video, campaign ads and posters on the polling place? You walk in there, and, and by the way, did you guys see any ones that, that were Republican on there? Uh, uh, you walk in there and you got Uncle Fester up there, Fetterman, and Josh Shapiro, and the campaign workers, actually campaign committee win, which are Democratic Party paid operatives, actually sitting there, not sitting there, actively approaching prospective voters, telling them who to vote for. It's all illegal. Every last bit of it's illegal. Every vote coming out of that, out of that precinct is invalid. You, you, you can't say that because if, if you say things like that, you're, you're questioning our democracy. Yeah, I am questioning it. That's the essence of democracy is to question democracy. You dummies. But absolutely nothing's being done. Here's another one. I absolutely, I have to give due credit to the title of this Twitter page. Willie Brown and Kamala's Love Child Twitter page video. Delaware County, Pennsylvania Camera Center. This is in the 2020. This is 2020, not, not, from, yes, not from two days ago. Women, woman filling out blank ballots and stamping them. There it is. It's on camera. What, what, what was done about it? We'll, we'll, let, we'll talk about that. Play for me. In quote, election officials are intentionally refusing to allow representatives and poll what? I'm going to send it to Bill. This lady is marking the ballots. I filmed her a half hour ago doing six, and she's still working at it. That, let's stamp it, received, and let's fill in our six blanks, all at the top of the tickets on each one. One, two, three, four, five, six. And there's a security guard right there who's watching her. The cops are on in on it. Disgusting. The only stupid thing said in that video is the cops are in on it. First of all, it's not a cop, it's a security guard. The cops are not in on it like that anyway. There are definitely state attorneys that are in on District attorneys bought and paid for by George Soros in Philadelphia, like Larry Krasner. They're in on it for sure because they should be prosecuting those crimes, which, by the way, that was in Delaware County, Pennsylvania. I don't know who's in, who's in charge of law enforcement in that area, but you have a woman on camera with a mounted camera on the ceiling with, my producer Aaron said, you can look right at the ballot. There are, I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do a drawing for everybody. So you have a ballot, right? And there's, 
a noticeable empty circle, right? There it is, empty circle. And the woman who is a precinct committee man, a Democratic Party operative, is sitting there filling in all six of these empty circles on a ballot in the 2020 election in Pennsylvania, which was narrowly lost by Donald Trump, right? And what, what, was that? what did Ronan McDaniel do? You know, here's the, here's the thing. It's the enemy within is what you're, is the, you, we all know the crackpot, lunatic, globalist, leftist, morons, baby butchering demons the Democratic Party is. But it's the people pretending to be Republicans that are really the problem. We can deal with the leftists. It's those inside of our own party, the Adam Kinzingers of the world and the Liz Cheney's of the world. That really, their, their anuses serve as a puppet shoot for Nancy Pelosi. That's who they are. And there's no difference between them and Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. They just play it a little closer to the best. They just hide it better. So what's been done about that? that was in 2020. They September 10th, 2022, nothing. Two years later, nothing. Where's the FBI? The FBI is raiding Mar-a-Lago, arresting pro-life supporters for singing hymns outside of abortion clinics. But nobody's doing anything about election fraud. These are felonies. Multiple felonies. Each time she filled in one of those empty circles is a felony crime. Reason why we lose? Establishment GOP, no money, no message, and election corruption. Alex Brucewitz tweet. It's important to remember, here it is. Here's the GOX. You're wondering, when are you going to get to the establishment GOP part? Well, here it is. It's important to remember that Bush allies like Karl Rove were working against Republicans in Pennsylvania. Wait a minute, Karl Rove's a Republican. No, he's not. He's a globalist leftist who plays Republican to usher the globalist leftist narrative forward slower so that he and the rest of the rhinos and Democrats don't get unelected. Because if he ushered it forward too fast, you'd wake up and go, we don't want, we don't want global communism coming out of Davos, Switzerland. So it's important to remember that Bush allies like Karl Rove were working against Republicans in Pennsylvania. Bush-aligned organizations were spending millions of dollars against Doug Mastriano. So instead of, leave this up, instead of Doug Mastriano, who allegedly espouses the viewpoints of Karl Rove and the Bush family, which would be small government, they say, uh, pro-life, they say, uh, anti-socialist, they say, pro-military, they say, anti-radical transgender agenda, they say, they instead were working against him. Why would that be? Why would they be set? Why did the establishment GOP deliberately sabotage Republicans in Pennsylvania? Because exactly what I've told you about the synergistic tension, which I won't go over again. That's why. Because they're all part, they're all at Davos. They all go to Davos. They just believe they're going to be the ruling class after everybody else has been leveraged into a one-world commerce system with a singular access point, which will be some sort of passport, eventually on your forehead or on your right hand, Revelation 13 and 14, controlled by a tyrant or a tyrannical government. That's what they're all, they just believe at that point because they are uh, capitulators and cooperators that they will be pardoned from the tyranny themselves. Incorrect. They'll be spared. They will not. Nobody gets speared tyranny. Ask every person who capitulated, supported, and cooperated with tyranny in all of the history of all of mankind. 
Jelly, uh, Je- Jesse Kelly tweet. Remember when the communists were trying to use the Uvalde shooting? Oh, who's doing that? Uh, that would be Mitchie. Oh, here he comes. Shooting to get more gun control. And Mitch McConnell directed the GOP to work with them. And they did. Anyway, so weird how GOP enthusiasm wasn't higher in the midterms. Yeah, you know what? When you have Mitchie McConnell and his buddy John Cornyn, senator out of the great state of Texas, Uvalde happens. The only reason why Uvalde happens is because, you can pull it back to me, the only reason why Uvalde happened was for two reasons. Police incompetence, which we all know about. You know, when you when you stand outside with AR-15 fire going off for 47 minutes in a crowded classroom, someone's probably going to be dead. And you stand out there with your fat belly hanging over your gun belt for 47 minutes until two CBP agents happen to show up And I hate when the federal government outshines the local cops, but they did right there and finally put an end to a 47 minute shooting while you sit here, when you, while you sit outside with one index finger shoved up your nostril and the other one shoved up your anus and do absolutely nothing. That's the reason why it happened. That's number one. Number two reason you've all they happened was because the school failed to respond to a red alert. Why did they, why, why did they, which was a lockdown, they respond, they refuted, they were, they, they failed to respond to a school-wide lockdown. Everyone just sat there. The alarm went off and they're supposed to lock down. That means all exterior doors and classroom doors locked. Not one was locked and Captain Numbnuts, the shooter, walks in like me walking into a McDonald's. He just walks right in. Why didn't they respond? Why didn't the chief? Because they've had so many lockdown alarms go off because of Joe Biden's border policies. Because every time an illegal alien approaches that school, they go into automatic lockdown. They've learned to blow it off. But since Joe Biden, at that time, in the school, that school year alone, they had 47 lockdown alarms. 47. So on the 48th, they went, you know what? Forget it. It's nothing. It's just another one of those illegal aliens that are being pursued by the CBP. You don't need to worry about it. So it's Joe Biden's fault in galactic law enforcement incompetence. But because you had John Cornyn, and then, and then of course you have, and remember, Mitch McConnell's job is to play Republican and usher forward the globalist leftist agenda at a slow pace. So they all stay in office and personally enrich themselves which is another sidebar and tributary we could spend five hours on. But that's the reason. So you have John Corden and you have Mitch McConnell. And so you have the Democratic Party, of course, whenever you ever have a gun tragedy in the United States, we need to ban all guns. We need to ban all guns. Even though the FBI has known just about every mass shooter prior to the mass shooting, we need to ban all guns. And then John Cornyn and Mitch McConnell say, you know what? We want to be the cooperators. You know, it's like all the Christians who put their masks on and dutifully took a vaccine from a company who's trying to keep its development confidential for 75 years, locked their churches down, closed their businesses, get their strap in their masks, get six feet apart, quarantining themselves. We're all dutiful. We're all very cooperative at the, you know, whatever the left requests, we as dutiful uh, Republicans and Christians and conservatives, we do it because we want to be deemed as reasonable. Being deemed as reasonable is more important than following Jesus. 
That's who these people are. I want to be deemed reasonable. Yeah, but the Bible tells you to do the opposite of what reasonable means in your own eyes. Well, you know what? It's most important to me that I be deemed reasonable. So a lot of people in my church, about 30% of my church left because I refused to close for COVID, refused to mask, refused to quarantine, refused to social distance, refused to stop hugging, everything. Nothing, not one mitigation ever. You're just not reasonable. See, the difference between you and me is I read the Bible. He took up our infirmities and carried our disease. Whatever I bind is bound. Whatever I loosed is loose. Matthew 16, 19. Matthew 8, 17. I believe the Bible, but you want to look reasonable. You know, you know, what does it hurt for everybody to wear a mask? Uh, because it's a bold-faced lie that you have strapped on your face. Really, we could rename a muzzle. Is reasonableness your God? It is Mitch McConnell's, and it is John Cornyn's. Because they have to be reasonable to maintenance their position that they're holding. The position that they're holding are as elected, playing the roles up. They're, well, they're, they're elected as conservatives, but they're really just playing that role so that they stay in office, so that there's enough votes to usher forward the globalist leftist narrative. And part of the globalist leftist narrative is to do what? Is to do what? Disarm you. The same people who want to disarm you are the same people who want to put a vax in your arm. Same people, same people who want drag queen hour at your school and cucumbers uh, being, and having condoms put on cucumbers in front of your eight-year-old son. Those are the same people who want you to wear a mask. They're the same people that want to take your guns. They're all the same. It's called the Antichrist spirit. Let's go to the next one. Florida Voice tweet. Sorry, my nose itches so bad tonight. Breaking after Florida's letter to the DOJ. So remember the problems here. Establishment GOP, we just saw it right there. Bush and Rove campaigning against Mastriano in Pennsylvania. Not campaigning against Shapiro. Not campaigning against Fetterman. Campaigning against Mastriano. Strange, isn't it? Where's the passion for trying to get a baby butcher like Josh Shapiro not elected? Where, where, is, where is the passion for not, getting, for not having John Fetterman, eight, I mean, not, not just a socialist, a devout communist? Where's the passion of, uh, in, in keeping him from not being elected? Where, where's, where's the passion in defeating him? None. So the four problems, establishment, GOP, no money, no message, election corruption. So when you have election corruption, what do you do with it? Right here. Breaking after Florida's letter to the DOJ declaring federal election monitors. So you have Merrick Garland sending down his uh, jackbooted thug election monitors out of the GOP. I don't even know what, inst- leave this up. I don't know what institution they actually belong to. They're just Merrick Garland's GOP, I mean, Merrick Garland's DOJ thugs that he sends down to monitor elections in Florida. What does Ron DeSantis do? What Rona McDaniel does? Nothing. What Mitch McConnell does? Nothing. What Kevin McCarthy does? Nothing. No, you know what? A real man who has a real set and a real spine does something. You have Merrick Garland sending down his jack-booted, brown-shirt Gestapo, DOJ thugs to sit at polling places. By the way, why weren't, they going in the, why weren't they going up to that Pennsylvania polling place where you actually had electioneering going on and illegal prop, uh, propagandizing going on as you head into the polling? But where were they? I wonder, wonder why they weren't sent there. Because Merrick Garland and the DOJ and the FBI are nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo for the Democratic Party, which is nothing more than the globalist, leftist, 
bourgeois elite. But Ron DeSantis does something about it. After Florida's letter to the DOJ declaring federal election monitors were not allowed in county polling places, DeSantis administration said their letter was successful and no federal personnel entered polling locations. But then you're going to be called an election obstructionist, a seditionist. Ron DeSantis doesn't care. How do you win? How do you win? You get rid of these four. Ron DeSantis has gotten rid of all four. He's gotten rid of the establishment GOP. He's gotten rid of the no money. He's got rid of the no message. And he's got rid of he's gotten rid of election corruption. Look at the next slide. Breaking now, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed law making possession of more than two voter ballots a felony. Oh, uh, who? Let me see now. Who was caught with more than one ballot in this election cycle? Who was who was harvesting ballots in Florida? Uh, nobody. And we were able to count all of our ballots by 10 o'clock at night. We know who won. No, no, no alleged fraud by anybody, including Democrats. None. Why? Because he got rid of election corruption. He got rid of all four. Establishment GOP, no money, no message, election corruption does not exist in Florida. Breaking out, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis signed a law making possession of more than two voter ballots. A felony charges now include $50,000 fines up to five years in prison. And lo and behold, we had no ballot harvesting in the state of Florida. Strange, isn't it? Strange how that works. Ronan McDaniel. Strange how that works. Kevin McCarthy. Is, is, is Ron DeSantis called names? Yeah. You know what he says? I don't care. Kevin McCarthy wants to appear reasonable. That's his God. Mitch McConnell wants to appear reasonable. That's his God. Ronan McDaniel wants to. They don't want to be associated with people like you and me. The conspiracy theorists, even though all of our conspiracies have turned out to be correct, which doesn't make them a conspiracy theory. It makes them a conspiracy that took place. Whoops. Washington Free Beacon tweet. After many polls had closed Tuesday night, Jen Psaki casually admitted the Democrats support socialism, which is true. Psaki said on Twitter that Democrats lost a large amount of Latino support in Florida because socialism doesn't play there. (laughs) I mean, do you see this? She just submitted that the Democratic Party platform is socialism and it's not working for Latinos. That's why they lost the Latino vote. That's a fact. Nothing else to expound on there. Jesse Kelly tweet. Go to the next one for me, Tommy. A lot of people angry and horrified about Montana voting to let a baby die after birth. That just got voted in in Montana. How how does that happen in in red Montana? Well, don't forget, they're not really red. They have a Democratic Party senator. I forgot his name, but they have a Democratic Party senator. A lot of people are angry and horrified about Montana voting to let a baby die at birth, die after birth, after birth. I repeat, after birth, I repeat one more time, after birth. But the devil, literally, is in the details, and this is how horrific stuff passes sometimes when it shouldn't. Read that. That's how, I'll read you the bottom. When it's read, read the bottom. That's how it read on the ballot. How would you vote? All right, let's go. Put up the next one for me. John Tester, thank you. That's the uh, Democratic Party senator. Aaron, can you make that bigger for me at all? I'm going to read it. Is is that possible? We're going to try to make this bigger for me to read so I can read it to you. So they just passed in the state of Montana that you can kill babies. That's perfect right there. After birth. So this is how they put it on the ballot. And you're to vote yes or no. An act adopting the Born Alive Infant Protection Act, providing that infants born alive, including infants born alive after an abortion, 
are legal persons, requiring, requiring health care providers to take necessary actions to preserve the life of a born-aligned infant, providing a penalty, providing that. To, now, that's, now, here's the thing. I got it up to that line. So requiring health care workers to take necessary actions to preserve the life of the unborn infant, uh, infant, providing a penalty. So if they don't provide life support measures to that child, there is a penalty involved, probably criminal. So I got that. Now, what does the rest of this mean? Providing that the proposal act and Aaron and Tommy, you and, and well, I hope it's got to do other things. You guys tell me if this makes sense to you. Providing, so we got that makes, does that makes perfect sense to everybody up to penalty, right? Providing that the proposed act be submitted to the qualified electors of Montana and providing an effective date. Does that make any sense to anybody? And so it got voted down. So the key is really the keeping babies who are attempted to be aborted, but the abortion fails, keep them alive act gets voted down in red Montana because the actual verbiage is ununderstandable. You can't understand it. The devil is literally in the details. Make that clear and it doesn't, make that clear and it does pass. So now in the state of Montana, if a baby is attempted to be murdered, if there's an attempt of a murder of a baby via abortion, which that's all abortion is, attempted murder, and the baby somehow survives, in the state of Montana, just leave it on the slab to freaking die. Because some leftist or some idiot wrote that verbiage on the ballot and the Keep Babies Alive Act was shut down, was voted down. Impossible. Fox News tweet, but good news out of Minnesota. Minnesota elects first transgender lawmaker. I speak facetiously, of course. Minnesota elects first transgender lawmaker into office. My wife made this comment on this picture. You know, if you're going to go ahead and paint your hair blue, I mean pink, what are, you, what are you doing with the roots? But this is why Minnesota is gone. Minneapolis, St. Paul is corrupt. That's, that's, that's a, that is a, I got time. That is a vote manufacturing hub. Just like Atlanta, just like Philadelphia, they find out how many ballots they need to elect this guy who's pretending to be a girl for whatever reason, fully penis as always, to get him elected. Last one, Wind Talker tweet. Let it burn, she says. Follow her on Twitter. Democrats, Schumer, Hochul, and Letitia James win in New York because crime is king. What we need to do is not provide any financing to any of these places. Don't provide any aid to them. Let them live with the consequences of what they voted for. Is it Chank Uyghur, Uyghur? Is that right? Uh, out of Young Turks, is it Chank? Chank Uyghur. He's complaining right now about Eric Garcetti in Los Angeles. Crime is Chank, Chank Uyghur of the Young Turks, a globalist to the nth degree leftist socialist, is complaining about out of, he's complaining directly, actually mentioning Eric Garcetti, mayor of Los Angeles' name, mayor, mentioning him by name, complaining about how worthless he is. He doesn't do his job because of the out-of-control crime, because of the out-of-control filthiness, because of the out-of-control uh, tent cities. He's complaining about it. And I wrote to him, I wrote back to him on his Twitter. It's, it's got, listen, why are you not rejoicing? This is, not the, this is not the result of a singular incompetent 
Eric Garcetti, Democrat. This is a result of, of the policies that you unendingly push and propagandize. Enjoy the results. And as Talker says, figuratively, you know what? Because they're going to burn down their own cities anyway because there, there's none of us. All of the, the reason why Lee Zeldin lost in New York is because everybody who would vote, would vote for him moved to Florida. So there's not going to be any conservatives left to traumatize. There's not going to be any conservatives left to torture or harass. They're all gone. They're going to turn on themselves and let them figuratively let them burn. Let them live with the results of their own policies. Love you all. Back here Saturday night, 1030, 55 minutes of fury. See you then. God bless you. If you enjoyed watching the Tom Lipley podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLipley.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. I stand unequivocally on the Word of God. On healing, the Bible. Prosperity, the Bible. Sin, the Bible. Everything. Protection, the Bible. Church, the Bible.